welcome to the Peak and Pit podcast, hosted by your average wannabe podcaster, me, Nadine Fahey West. Peak and Pit is a podcast about reflecting conversations on the highs and lows of life. These stories stem from relationships, family, education, travel, and more from characters across all different walks of life. Each guest provides a fake name and a real star sign to give it a sense of something or other. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to stay up to date with new episodes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to another episode of Peak and Pit. And we have another special guest this week. Can you please share your real name, but fake source? Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 can you please share your fake name for your real star sign yeah so fake name trees are green and real star sign is taurus um would you consider yourself a bull absolutely baby yeah yeah no i'm like i kind of get like a bit offended with the old taurus you know the the stigma around being a taurus why do you get offended by it uh stubborn even though I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, accurate, but not accurate, but accurate. Don't at me, astrology. Cool, so do you want to chat about uh, what you'll be talking about today and then we'll go into it? Okay, so three topics are, one, uh, very unrelatable for a lot of people out there, is being an only child. The second one is sports. And then the third are just live events and concerts. Kind of a, a bit of a mix. That's good. We haven't had any of those uh, yet on the podcast, so I am excited to hear all about them. Yeah, maybe Teresa. that's my that's my Taran uh, stubbornness coming in. Like no more education, <laughs> no more, no more friendships. But no, <laughs> delighted to do something a little different, just a little bit. Uh, okay, cool. So, do you want to talk about the peak of being an only child? Yeah, it uh, was being an only child is a funny one. Like, I feel like there is a big stigma around being an only child. And hopefully, like, I think always the biggest compliment I've ever gotten in my whole entire life is when someone's like, oh, like, how many brothers and sisters do you have? And I'm like, oh, none. And they're like, oh, wait, what? You, you're not, you don't, you don't seem like an only child. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Because, yeah, that spoiled brat. And yeah, it's demanding every day. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, that would be so hateful. I'd hate that. But... Yeah, I think, like, being an only child was great. Like, I mean, obviously the perks of that, like, or the peaks were, like, my parents just love me so much and want nothing but the best for me. And I'm sure that's parents that every child I've ever had. But in <laughs> It's not split up as much. <laughs> yeah, it's like 100%, yeah. Yeah, shall we yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. I don't just get a third of the love and attention, you know, which is, which is great. But I think actually, like, kind of, like, a big peak for me is the relationships that I have with my cousins yeah and mostly actually the cousins that are like my age so that's definitely a peak for me like I've had like a lot of my close cousins in age like I've oh my god I've like 400 first cousins it's a oh very, wow you're one of those type of people yeah yeah my <laughs> mom is one of nine and my dad is one of five so I've literally got like 32 34 first cousins that's insane and then like now there's great or now my cousins have children, so there's like great grandkids and great cousins. Great. Is that what they're called? Cousin. <laughs> yeah. Your cousin as no. a child. But uh, yeah, I think like you know the the relationships that I had with my cousins growing up were just so fun. Like 
you know, I had like on top of like when we were kids we used to have loads of arguments naturally so like that's kind of like that sibling relationship yeah you, you have, got to like get up on, like hype up on your like fight skills <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but it was also like I don't know I was like that is so rude because we're not siblings but like a real peak is that as we've gotten older we still have that kind of sibling relationship yeah except we don't have any of the pits of like fights or arguments like yeah or have to deal with your parents together and like someone's being like all cozy up to them and you're like why are you being a snake (laughs) yes it's so rude (laughs) but like even like you know one of my cousins like you know when he was having like girl problems would call me and you know I used I'd love always being that support and being that kind of older sister yeah to them and if you were his sister he might have not come to you as well yeah probably like and even like you know one of my other cousins at one point in our lives he was much younger he wrote to santa and asked for a sister like me that's i'm sorry peak of my life that is that is the peak of being an only child did you write the letter for him (laughs) yeah i was like he couldn't spell at the time so i just took control (laughs) of that but give it here peter i'll i'll get santa to sort you out yeah no like you know so that kind of thing was so lovely like that you know while when we were much younger we did have some fights but kind of growing up we didn't so yeah. I had all the the perks of of having siblings but none of the the arguments and stuff none of so. them robbing all your clothes and that yeah like my little brother even takes my clothes as in like my hoodies and like other stuff I'll go home I'll be like that's mine yeah. he's like this isn't okay you're like 16 and a boy yeah I've actually come home with a few of my cousin's hoodies at different times yeah, so maybe fair. we do get a bit of that but no I've I'm kind of like on one side I'm the like I'm the only girl for about six of my cousins that are younger than me oh, they're all boys wow. so like yeah I, oh my god I used to get stuck in like watching the like WWE fight <laughs> like growing up I'd be like here will we throw that on <laughs> like throw that bitch around <laughs> smack her with a chair yeah, yeah the chair and yeah. like John Cena like I used to love that stuff <laughs> but you know I got to kind of do like have that kind of outlet with my boy cousins and then like again just none of the actual scraps you got to see John Cena before he became a Oscar nominee actor oh my god drama for everyone like fully PTSD and like I forget all the, and the Undertaker like what are who are these people yeah I don't know there was one guy that had like really long hair and he scared me because I think he did you would, kiss like, him did to... you want to kiss him <laughs> it scared me how much I wanted to kiss him when I saw yeah. him <laughs> Is this what love is? Yeah. Oh, why do I have two heartbeats? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get it. But no, like it was kind of fun. And then mm-hmm. I think my pit about being an only child is like given that I grew up around so many cousins that like my yeah. cousins mean so much to me. A big pit for me being an only child is that my children will never have any cousins oh like they'll never have like cousins from their mum's side like I'll never have a niece and nephew that are like mine and like yeah actually that's mine yeah and like I kind of like it was always something that was so prominent to me again growing up because I was surrounded by so many cousins like yeah they like I just love them all and I'm just like oh that is so sad but like and I think like since kind of grown up like one of my best friends has a baby who's honestly like all of our babies at different Aww, times it's like as in if you have the first baby in your friend group like they're gonna yeah and like I literally am like okay like I know I'm not actually the auntie but they're like no 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 like like my friend is actually like no you are literally auntie sh- never forget it so, so you know I do get that kind of relationship but yeah oh I'm just like it's sad yeah and I like get it because like I'm close to my aunties and like I only have a brother so I'm like um they won't have any aunties from yeah. me because I don't have any sisters yeah mm-hmm. but like even that is sad like and yeah. you just like because like because you've got a load of aunties as well don't you like, I have two aunties two aunties yeah. sorry a <laughs> load sorry a okay, million. hold on I've got a load I've literally <laughs> got like 11 <laughs> Um, but no like like it is sad especially because like you know you're like god who in the family like can you go to like you'd go to your aunties I'd go to my aunties like and she's like oh my god (laughs) my children won't have any but like I think another thing is that's so lovely is my boyfriend 
his oldest sister has two kids and now like I'm a kid person maybe more than dogs did don't don't include that Nadine don't include that but getting cancelled I know I'm gonna get cancelled for that but I'm I'm a baby's person yeah and my boyfriend's (laughs) niece and nephew I've literally made it my sole mission to be their favorite and like I am and how's that going I am like what did you do to get their oh my god I just I just love them so much it's like you know when you go like kids are quite easy to be fair you know when like but you you go to your friend who has a pet and you want the dog to be your favorite you just give them attention and you cuddle them and you love them and you play with them licking their hand yeah yeah you start licking the dog's hand I've I've gotten a few licks as well so I'm like right enough of that but like it's so lovely that like you know and like sometimes they'll call me auntie and I'm like <gasps> oh my god it's so here's cute. 10 euro yeah I know <laughs> brown envelope <laughs> thanks for accepting me don't tell your mother this remember okay yeah, our I'm little secrets yeah when they're asleep I'm your favorite I'm your favorite <laughs> uh, no but that's lovely and like I suppose another peak like or another pit that like kind of growing up was like yeah holidays I used to love going on holidays but like who do you play with? I never had yeah. anyone to play with. Like, it would literally be like, Dad, come in the pool. My mum hated water. I think that was honestly just a lie to never <laughs> have to get into the pool. I saw her me. swimming there the other day. <laughs> honestly. I honestly saw her And she'd be like, Dad, come and play. <laughs> but, like, mum and dad have always said, like, they'd be on holidays and they'd be having bets with each other. Like, yeah you know dad would get in for a while and he'd throw the ball and we'd push me around in the lilo and be like right Sinead I'm getting out and you know like I knew the time was coming and I was like okay so I'm holding the ball and I'm like (laughs) you know just throwing the ball swimming to it throwing the ball swimming to it and mum and dad would be on like the sidelines on their sun loungers like watching literally betting how long it would take me to make friends Mm -hmm. and they used to just observe me throwing the ball closer to other kids (laughs) and like it's like throw the ball swimming over swimming over I have all this ball can you see do you want to be a part of it do you want to play like and like it was never also anything fancy it wasn't like I was coming down with like the coolest light lower like the coolest whatever it was literally like mum and dad were like no you don't like here's a wee tennis ball like and I just be like oh my god guys do you just want to play but like that's it like a good thing about being an only child is that like I learned from such a young age yeah yeah like you have to be social and like how to just strike up a random conversation with people and how to just kind of get stuck into it and yeah I think that's really good though and do you find that like it's definitely like helped you like further on in life being an only child yeah I'd say so like I mean again I love when people can't recognise that I'm an only child has there been anyone that like has been like uh, you're such an only child <laughs> no I actually don't think so thank god because like I think I would, I would be letting the whole troop down like that's yeah god I just would hate that so much I don't think so like not not to like no one's ever said it to me whatever they've said to other people like oh my god you know that only child that was there at the party dear diary <laughs> she is such an only child that girl I met she tried to play ball with me yeah no but I used to make so many friends like I remember like this one kid Joe he had the same birthday as me like mm-hmm. I were like just that I just always had friends like and then I'd go to like the beach and it'd be the same like dad come in we'd like do yeah. a bit of bodyboarding for like three minutes and we'd be gone to read because <laughs> you have no concept of time when you're a kid anyway no. so you're like oh okay bye. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and then again like I just come up with these like random kids who don't even speak English being like here's my friend can we have some juice like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah typical typical life as a Taran only child <laughs> And uh, do you think then from that you would like to have like a bigger family yourself or oh, yeah. what's your thoughts? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like and I, like I love like I loved being an only child and I wouldn't change it. Yeah. But like I also maybe would have changed it. Like, <laughs> I would have loved siblings. Change but just because I love kids, like mm-hmm. I would have loved to have been like the older like duckling leading the troop. Like you know yeah. I would have loved that. But no, I think I'll definitely the like I think I'll have about fourteen kids probably. 14 minimum minimum <laughs> yeah. all, none of them twins and they'll all wear matching clothes until they're 21 oh my god no did you see that thing on I actually must send you that thing on YouTube we can maybe cut this out but and there's oh this weird thing on the 21 and counting uh, yeah 21 children and counting and they all got, they were like trapped and like oh no in. no no actually like actually recently listened to that about, on a podcast and 
Yeah, they were trapped inside. And then one of them got out and they were like, this is the first time I've ever spoken to a stranger. Yeah, and she was like so clever about it somehow even though like she's not she didn't, she didn't have any the, social she skills. didn't even have the vocabulary to speak yeah she didn't know what a bruise was yeah insane and there's like uh some sort of documentary on it but i don't know yeah it's on know. hbo but i'll on send HBO. you these youtube uh, links okay. you've got like snippets like 10 yeah. minute like five 10 minute videos oh my god i'll send it to you human resilience is my favorite thing in the whole entire world after children after after having 14 <laughs> children um and we'll go on to your next peak and pit uh sports yes uh okay so growing up i played a lot of competitive sports and i unfortunately was one of those kids who was like you know like people be like look it's about the taking part no no it was uh. literally not about the taking part like it was about the taking part when you were winning <laughs> yeah other than that i don't want to know yeah i was so competitive and like i was and like i would like i hopefully not in like a dick way but i feel like there was definitely times that i was like come on like <laughs> yeah I don't know but like sports is something like I played it from when I was maybe about seven years old so like literally so young even earlier like six what uh, sports did you play? Gaelic and basketball okay and I just loved them like I literally loved them yeah like what was it about it that you loved? like I suppose again being an only child it was like a place where I just have like 30 girls yeah and we like like you know being on teams and like you know when you play competitively you literally become like sisters so it was like an extension of the family yeah and like I've met some of my best friends and that's definitely like my peak of sport is like just the friends and the people that I've made like oh that's so nice like and like um do you still play sport now Mm, you see this mm-hmm. is the thing with my sporting career is that I peaked at 16 <laughs> so now now I'm only interested in the sports that you can participate in and not oh, win so you did a 180 yeah any junior B Gaelic teams out there looking for someone who wants pints on a Thursday give me a call like I think <laughs> that's that's the kind of sports that I'm into now like it's more the social side of it but Maybe, maybe I'll get into it. I do a bit of triathlons. Oh. Trying a little something new. Never did an individual sport. So that was something that I challenged myself to last year and did my first triathlon last year. But it's so different. Like, team sports was just the best. Like, I mean, like, I think definitely my peak is, like, just, again, the people that I made. But there's one girl in particular when I think about Gaelic. Like, oh, my God. Like, she's definitely going to be a bridesmaid of mine. Yeah. Like, hopefully. But... I've just never met anyone who is literally the exact same person as me. Like, it's insane. Like, you're um, soul twin. Soul twin. And, like, mm. we used to be, like, shit. Like, we'd be playing, like, you know, county level and, like, definitely on the lower end of uh, Actual capabilities. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'd be giving it socks. And, like, like, my friend was much better than I was, but, like, I just love to be there, like, and, like, again, playing competitively and, like, actually getting time on the field, like, yeah. so, giving it sucks, but, like, oh, my God, we used to just do weird stuff, like, I'll never forget an Ulster final, like, it is so serious, like, you know, you, like, you meet up at eight o'clock in the morning, you get your breakfast, yeah, and like it's a big fry. Like it's so mental. Oh, so like they actually like give you like food that you probably shouldn't eat before you go out to play. Well, yeah, I suppose it's different now when you look back because like our views on nutrition has changed. It's literally you know like it was just about carb loading. It was literally like get yeah, as much food fair. that's going to be yeah because you're going to be running off this exactly. energy. Like. And it was like doing it at a certain time. Yeah. And like nutrition has changed so much. Like I remember even a girl like you know used to take protein shakes yeah. and like even our perception at that point we were like oh my god you're gonna get man shoulders yeah like, how mental to think and that is like we were like deficient in protein our whole life yeah i know why we never grew muscles yeah fully like fully unwell for the amount of sport we were doing but like the i'll just the ulcer final like oh my god it was the funniest experience of my life like again it's so serious so we've had our breakfast everyone gets on the bus we get to the pitch you walk around the pitch in the uniform in, in your gear or like in your tracksuit to get a feel for the pitch and you know <laughs> all the different leaders on the teams at different points are given the big talk to rally the troops the managers are given these big talks and then it's like you know like you switch on like it's like game time whenever you get back into the changing room to put on your gear yeah so when we leave like everyone is like you know like everyone goes into like 
pure animal mode, like beast mode. And me and my it's friend like screaming like Oh like not like not like aggressive, but like you know, like everyone's like focusing. Okay. Everyone's yeah. like getting into the zone. And me and my friend would literally be taking the absolute piss like for the entire thing, like, oh my god. Like we'd be warming up and like we used to just do this thing where like you know uh, there'd be just a in a group of 30 girls yeah there'd be 10 footballs or eight footballs and you'd be running around passing them yeah and it's just to like kind of wake up the eye the hand-eye coordination so like just like catching the ball different ways like putting it down passing it dodging tackles and stuff and me and my friend used to get a ball and only pass to each other (laughs) and like there'd be a limited number of balls and people would be like pass pass yeah, and we'd be take like, seriously. No, yeah, <laughs> our and, ball. <laughs> well, yeah, literally, be like Karen, and like she'd be nowhere near, and I'd literally be like, oh my god, like only passing to you, and like we used to like do shit, like call people the wrong names, like we've been playing with these girls for like eight years, <laughs> hounding the rest of your team. Oh, like fully, like like, and it was so stupid, <laughs> but like that was like kind of us getting in our zone, but yeah, like she's just. <laughs> Like, to this day, she's still one of my best friends, like, and, you know, I met her, like, what, like, 13 years ago? Yeah. At County Trials. At County Trials. And then, like, it's just, you know, like, the friends that you make from football are, like, and and any sport, really, it's just lovely to go through a lot, because it is, it's a roller coaster, like, you win matches, you lose matches, and, you know, the wins are great, and the losses are so shit, but, like, you know... Yeah, you have someone to... Like, you have so many people to share the exact same feeling with, they get it, how you feel, rather than if you were to tell someone that's not on your team, they'd be like, oh, no way. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, yeah, grand, like, unlucky there. Like, you know, even, like, in the eight years that I played, like, county football, I only won one Ulster final and one All-Ireland final oh but like you know like that's there's so many like losses <laughs> many in the have, yeah yeah like played. so many times yeah. that we got to like finals and lost or semi-finals and lost <laughs> and like you know and like that kind of is like then the pit of sport like yeah you know it is like taking the hard times and you know when when things are hard on a on a team like you often you know kind of sometimes true colors shine in people you know and yeah it, it people are at different maturity levels like we're all kids at the end of the day but yeah and aren't there like is there different ages when you're on a team as well or yeah so it's kind of like two year sprint so you're you're um, only ever okay. playing with someone that is a year older than you yeah. or a year younger than you okay that's not too so, bad so no it's not bad yeah. at all but you know like i think like you know we'd be 15 not knowing how to manage our emotions and yeah. you know like but even like adults, like some of our coaches, like, you know, people could just get like quite down in themselves and just yeah. not really know how to process it and take it out on other people. And that was something that I always hated about sport. And, you know, like that's something that is so important and it's changing so much in sport now because oh, is it? Just yeah, people are really understanding like the sports psychology and okay. the mental side of a game. Like, you know, they, they reckon that you know your performance on a day is actually 80% mental and 20% the training that you had prior really yeah. oh wow 20% is actually the physical performance so you have to just really try not to get into your own head exactly and like yeah. you know everyone messes up but you have to be able to like park it and move on but you know I think like you know the negative times where when you know everyone's feeling shit and yeah. someone makes you feel even worse yeah like, would you have coaches that would like scream and shout at you guys being like these are fucking shit. Oh, like you, <laughs> like it was honestly such a roller coaster. And maybe this is the difference between men and women playing sport as well. Like, yeah, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. It was just like, yeah, like we had all of that, and like I just know that the team definitely responded better when someone was like, "Look, you just gave it everything," or "Look, we learned a lesson today." Instead oh, right, of being yeah. like, "You made these mistakes," they but, don't want the tough love. That's fair. I would just be like, "Fuck this." Yeah, but I think like you know the the pro in all of that is the learnings you take like yeah you know you learn so much in sport and like growing up playing sport there's so many transferable skills like yeah I'm in the process of interviewing at the moment and I'm still talking about you know how I built resilience and how you know, you work well on a team exactly <laughs> like in you know that you're like you're ready to stand up and be a leader at different times and yeah you know it's it's much easier to talk about these things like in a physical aspect and sport was such a good time to learn these skills yeah definitely like at least you have a foundation whenever you go on then into your professional career 
and you know you need to leverage the, those kind of learnings like, yeah. because we all do it different times you know but yeah I think that was always a good thing about sport is just you know you get to build skills at an early age that carry with you yeah fair and um would you do another triathlon do you think yes Yes. oh my god we literally my boyfriend was like oh we need to register for next year and I was like shit I'm like am I doing it I'm doing it but you know I will it's like an individual sport is something I've never done yeah and like you train as a team like you train with people okay yes but then on the day it's just you and your mind and you know on a team if there were days that your head maybe wasn't fully there like at that 80% you're kind of at that 60-70% mark getting to like you know having people beside you that will you know give you the boost you need at different times helps yeah, so much to drag you along like but then and like when you're training what <clears throat> does that feel similar to when you're training actually when you're on a team and then it just changes once you're actually out there yeah I think like training with the team like is such like training with people for the triathlon was such a nice thing to do yeah. because Again, people are at all different levels. And, you know, the thing about triathlons is actually... And for me, probably the thing is that, like, th- this is a sport that I'm participating in. I'm never going to be the number one <laughs> triathlete in Ireland no, or Europe or the know. world. Well, you never know. But I highly, highly, highly <laughs> doubt it. If you're a betting person, don't put your money on it. But, like, it is, like, it's, you know, it, it's nice that you've got people who want to go out and win. People that want to do better than the you know than the time they did in their last race oh and then yeah you have people, people that have been there all the time yeah there, and then you yeah. just have people that are like get me to the finish line and have a pint waiting for me yeah and like that's so <laughs> lovely that you've got such a mix of people and ultimately everyone when everyone reaches their own goals yeah. everyone's celebrating so you kind of have that team aspect within the club yeah I guess there's no losing no in that regard no no yeah. no there's not like and I mean everyone's you've got your own expectations of the race that you want to have but it's so lovely to kind of have that team and I was also like god this is kind of how you make friends as adults like oh my god yeah how do you do that I don't know weird weird <laughs> there's like, no more like there's just like fuck all reasons to make really no and even in COVID times we can't even make friends in like the bathroom and like in a bar or a club (laughs) like everyone's avoiding each other like no so it was actually it was a really lovely thing to do like I think it was a kind of like an an adulty thing that me and my boyfriend did and we were like oh my god look at us making friends with other people look at us also being fit is this Irish fit fam yeah check us out and would you guys get competitive with each other then Uh, I was gonna say no but initially yes the only thing that I wanted to do was beat my boyfriend in the leg the swim leg the swim okay. of the triathlon and how long was the did. swim uh, 500 meters so like relatively short but like, still long it's, but it's quick like yeah. it's only like 8 or 9 minutes like okay yeah like um, I don't know I can't even remember 8 For or 9 minutes swimmer. roughly but like I was like oh okay the, I, the swimming was the one thing that I was super confident in I was like right I can do this I can do this and like my boyfriend like the first day we went to training was literally drowning and I was like oh that's so bad like do you need a life boy like like I I was like I've got this in the bag Mm -hmm. and like what I love about my boyfriend as well is like god he's so determined like when he gets something in his mind like he does not stop working for like what he wants and he absolutely smoked me in the swim (laughs) I was like you wee bastard but like again like you know I was just so pumped to see him do that and like you know he loves it and I love it and you know it's something that we can do together yeah and also separately because you know again going on a run you can do it with someone or without or cycle swim is the same you know so it's lovely to have done it together yeah um, but yeah he's in a he's in a different league now <laughs> yeah he, he swam past you and you're like wait a second yeah and like left me in the dust like the dust or not the splashes the like splashes. Yeah, in the ripples <laughs> would it be a big sesh when you're on like a team after you win because obviously you were young when you were originally doing it oh yeah. yeah oh my god yeah oh my god like the best crack you've ever had like really? the I think the, the probably the best night out that I've ever had in my whole entire life was after we won our All-Ireland final yeah so like we absolutely lost the plot <laughs> and like you know it's a thing when you win an All-Ireland final like we we were playing out of county so when we were coming back and passing the county borders 
you know, at the, like, welcome to Donegal sign, like, everyone, like, the bus pulled in, everyone hopped off, and we all got a picture. Bear in mind, we were Welcome to Donegal. Yeah, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the hills. But by the time we, like, were getting out for this photo, we all had maybe about six cans in. Like, we were hammered <laughs> like so few of us remember the dinner like we had a champagne rival oh like, wow because you know, we went back to eat with like for where our sponsors are and like the champagne rival the dinner and like the pictures are just hilarious <laughs> like and then it's always such a buzz going out to a nightclub in a tracksuit like we were literally like yeah and like all the dolls dressed up yeah. in the heels and we were literally in like are we Nike runners in our adidas tracksuits like smelling like sweat no well, we would have had a shower now oh. but probably still sweating through the heat of it all yeah but Jesus like mm-hmm. like the nightclub was great and like we were running around with the cup and just we were just forcing like random men mm-hmm. to like fill the cup for us like like literally making like, your own kings we're like we'll have one cider please and then just drop the like trophy <laughs> the, the huge cup on the thing uh, the, what actually like the crack of that was because like playing county you've got girls from all over Donegal yeah playing on the team uh letter kenny where we used to go out like would be the center so anyone from the main town would host uh, everyone else from like around the county so that night about 11 girls stayed in my house maybe not 11 there's eight maybe eight i'd say is a more accurate number but there was just bodies, bodies everywhere. everywhere yeah your mum and dad just stepping over them like and like you know we, within that like we were drinking all day from maybe three o'clock it's now 3am 4am and we're all like cr- like crawling in the door literally yeah and one someone of the girls, has sick in their hair yeah like mm-hmm. one of the girls had been quite unwell and like <laughs> she was like please please make me some food please make me f- some food and now like I genuinely could not see so I literally <laughs> crawled to like the cupboard take out some bread crawl to the fridge take out the butter literally a dry piece of bread and a, and a, a lot of butter on it she literally was like and she was so drunk and I was like definitely in my mind I was like fuck it that'll do she'll not even know what she's eating yeah. I put it down in front of her and she was like I'm pissed but I'm not that drunk this is fucking disgusting why would you give me this to eat <laughs> trying to poison me girl yeah oh my god so yeah just just the nights out like nights out were the best but you know like all Gaelic teams were you know you win you win or lose you're on the booze yeah so it was always just a good time <laughs> how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, I like as an even like I wasn't a sporty person, but we had like a sports day in my old job, and like we won that on my team, and never felt a high like it. I know it's second like, like, spoon It's like, like I know it's literally like oh my god, like there's yeah. nothing we can't achieve. Like, I know, like, we, like we all got like a box of celebrations, like it wasn't like anything that would ever be like forthcoming. Oh my god, yeah. no, but you know, like you could literally get an orange as a trophy and that will be the best orange you'll have ever tasted in your whole entire life like everything tastes better after a win like anything like it's just so good like so uh we go on to uh your last peak and pit then yeah so the final one is live events or like concerts okay cool um oh just what a time to be alive like it's so sad the thought that the entertainment like industry is just getting absolutely shagged with covid and the restrictions like it's so sad like bring back live music bring back the entertainment sector and bodies everywhere and people just spilling each other oh my god sweaty bodies like a beer going down your back Mm, like yeah there's no sticky back there's no better wednesday (laughs) like you know just like anything oh my god so yeah just like live events were just such a good time like i think you know when I think about like my peak I, I find it so hard to summarize this but yeah a way that I can and, and when I sent this Nadine you were like oh I'm interested to hear about this yeah uh, the, so growing up my dad always taught me about the five percent rule okay and it's it's to do with anything in life and this is like and like we also used to call it the neck you know just like being a bit of a chancer like yeah, yeah. just fucking doing the things it's basically the five percent rule is that 95 percent of people would never try okay so if you don't ask you don't get if you don't ask of. you don't get okay so five percent the five percent of people that do try yeah will more than likely get in or they'll they'll figure it out oh, okay. and like i have so many instances of this like <laughs> it's like one when i was in america actually around this time I was at a 1975 concert. Yeah. Shout out to the boys. They're my fave. <laughs> uh, Were they in your Spotify rap though? <laughs> no, they weren't this year, which is honestly, <laughs> sorry. I'm feeling really like publicly attacked right now. All out. Um, I'm so sorry, boys. Get on this one. They were on my boyfriends, which is linked to our our Alexa. So I'm hoping that... You got some... So that I kind of yeah. have two Spotify raps. Except for... Uh, my boyfriend's other top ha- top hits, which you can have a conversation with him at that another time. Maisie Peters is one. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was two weeks, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> she had a banger. I listened to. <laughs> Don't at me. Yeah. Uh, but no, so listened to a lot of nineteen seventy five in our house. But anyway, I was at a mm. concert and it was in America, and it was all seated, which was so bizarre. Oh, like so bizarre. It was so bizarre. And, like, we had gotten, like, the cheap tickets. So we were, like, I'm not joking, like, maybe three rows from the back. Like, proper. <laughs> in a big, like, stadium, kind of? Or what kind no, of No, I'd was say that? it was, like, I'd say it was, like, the Olympia kind of vibe. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, nice size. Yeah. But it was. So far away. Yeah, like, we yeah. were still, like, s- like, it felt, like, miles away from the, the, uh, the stage. The stage, yeah. And... Like, I just turned to my friend who was American and I was like, look, we need to go down to the front. And she was like, no, 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 we can't. We can't. This is where our seats are. And I was like, but there'll be a seat down there for us. I promise you now. I was like, I'm touching. I'm touching Matt Healy's hand. <laughs> this is happening. I was like, I, no, like, it's happening. Like, yeah. We're, we're going to be front row. And she was like, oh, my God, no, I'm nervous. Like, I'm nervous. And I was like, look, the worst that could happen is that we go down. They shoot us. Th- yeah. <laughs> get, get on the ground. 
No, like they, they, they <laughs> America, America, yeah, America, uh, make America great again. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was actually like proper make great America great this again. Is Trump land. era. This was done in Alabama. Oh wow! In Trump era, like <laughs> it was mayhem. Anyway, that's so completely besides the point. <laughs> we we're not going to get shot. Sidetracked. Yeah, but we were like, I again, I was like, look, we're going down. And she's like, no, 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 I can't, we can't, we can't. And I was like, just, I literally just took about the wrist, and I was like, just trust me. It's like ninety five percent of people are gonna sit and stay in at their seats. And she's like, What? Ninety what? <laughs> yeah. Wait, who? Um literally we go down and we came like we got we came out a door too early, so we were kinda of stuck on like a level up and we were like, Fuck, we need to go again. So we went back down. Yeah. And I kid you not, there were two seats on the end of the second row no and way. I was like it's happening you so, said it'd be on the first row though I know right <laughs> hold your horses so we're like boogieing out like chocolate comes on sex comes on and we are just like having the time of our lives and we went up then to the stage again every in America they were all sitting in their rows like there was like maybe like a meter and a half of space between the stage really? and the first seat that would nobody, never happen in never Ireland. like nobody never. was dancing so we went up and we were like boogieing boogieing and then the security guard was like go back to your seats and we were like shit right mm-hmm. so we're on the second row oh wow and oh my god so wait you just got an elevator down and yeah, you just so, walked across yeah we literally just walked That's in like it, but you know it was that thing that it was just like I was like we could have just sat up there because you were too scared to try this like I was like fuck it like we've nothing yeah, to lose exactly. so we went down and anyway then uh, Matt Healy sang and I was like this is going to be the last song and when he comes out to the end of the stage he's going to turn left at some point we need to run down and I'm like this is also like Snapchat era so I have the entire thing documented (laughs) and I literally just start taking a video and we're boogie and we're dancing we're having a good time Matt Healy turns left and I was like fucking go 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 and we literally like sprint up the security guard is like hassling us and I'm like like dancing away and he comes over hand up and he literally just grips my hand and I make a sound that has never left my body before or after this like ah, like it was this wild like it was not like, a yay it's not a it yelp it's it, a... it wasn't like a celebration it was just like a sound an angel has touched me and like, a troubled angel yeah a troubled me. angel a oh are we Matt Healy Aww. he's a good boy but yeah it was just like the maddest thing and like god that trip was actually kind of wild because I like another experience was like you know college football is huge down there American football and we went tailgating and this is all around uh, Thanksgiving what's tailgating again? so like outside the American football field well actually down in Alabama like usually it's like literal like trucks like the back of a truck you'll put the tailgate down and then everyone drinking drinking beer Uh, around like in the car park but in the University of Alabama they have like people will literally set up like huge tents in the middle of the town like really oh my god like but they'll like wire it like they'll bring TVs in because nobody gets tickets to these things it's so hard and so like there was like TVs like just in these like tents and you know like you go around and you'll just like get talking to someone have a beer with people whatever and we went and I didn't have a ticket but my friend had and like there was another guy that didn't have a ticket so we were just gonna bop around drink get talk and chat to people watch the match yeah yeah. whatever but I was like no 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 look I was like you go on in there to my friend and I was like and I'll see you in a bit I'm gonna I'll get in and she was like there's just no way now bear in mind this university stadium is bigger than Croke Park oh wow and it sells out like sells out and this is just a college football game like it's like religion down there it was insane yeah and I was like look I'll I'll see you in there I'll see you in there she's like there's just no way so everyone goes in like you know the the hype all like kind of dies down and I just turned to the side and I was like right we're going we're getting in now so we did like a lap of the stadium sorry it took like it literally took nearly the first whole first half yeah or like we had done like a good perimeter we were just like yeah we can like we were like what way in here like how could we do this and we saw like what I can only assume is where the buses will drop the teams off you know like to go in like kind of the back like into the stadium and we walked down anyway and there was some lad like outside a door 
smoking. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I'm going to assume he was I the chef. I know what a cigarette is. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was definitely having a cigarette, but he was, <laughs> God only knows what was in it though yeah. down there. They enjoyed themselves. But this guy was a chef. Like he had the hat on, he had the checkered clothes. Or maybe he like, was going to a fancy dress. Maybe he was in the middle <laughs> of this concert outside the staff door, maybe. Um, but I noticed that he had like a band around his arm. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. And I just went up and asked him and I was like, look, can I buy that band off you? And he was like, what for? And I was like, to get into the to get into the game, obviously. And he was just like... <laughs> what else would you want And he was for? like, shit, I don't know, I don't know. And then I was like, look, I'm looking for one of my friends as well. I was like, well, literally, we'll, we'll pay you. Like, And yeah. then your mom was like, how much? And I was like, $20. And he was like, okay, give me a second. Now, these tickets go for like $90 oh, on wow. the student deal. Like, other than that, they're like 120 plus. Like, it's insane. It's an operation. But... So we're literally like standing outside the kitchen in like in in this huge stadium and eventually then your man comes out and he was like, Look, my friend's interested as well. Here's the two passes. We literally gave him forty dollars. He ran off like oh my god. He had been a, become a millionaire. Like, he had literally like we had just given him like gold dust. Like it was insane. <laughs> like he him and his friend like bound him back into the Find where those cigs he was smoking. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Just good old cigarettes and uh, smelled like good old cigarettes as well Uh, and anyway we get the passes we just literally go up to the door and they're like yeah okay no problem let us in we are treated like kings and queens we're ushered to like this VIP area oh no way we had a full like we could have had a full three course meal at half time in this game like a full buffet like like we had like hot dogs and a burger and I think I had like like an ice cream sundae or something ridiculous <laughs> all for free with this pass and like we got talking to people at the table like these are like CEOs of huge companies like in south or like southern states in America yeah. it was insane and they're anyway, like I own, I own like 10 oil rigs yeah and, and literally meanwhile yeah literally <laughs> and I literally have about like I just spent my last $20 on yeah, this, yeah. getting this pass any chance of a bit of oil so I was actually like right we need to make the most of this so <laughs> I obviously had like a full dinner like it was delicious <laughs> and I rang my friend I was like look I got in I'm just having a bit of food here and she's like where and I was like the VIP lounge <laughs> what I can only imagine is like you know like the boxes yeah. in Croke Park there's like fancy fancy restaurants up there I think it was just like one of those and they, they just had like things from working there yeah but like full food like staff like it was like a served table it was insane <laughs> anyway so I go up about six times bring back about 12 burgers because I knew that my <laughs> friend was in the student area with all her friends yeah and I was like I rang her and I was like look I'm in and she's like, oh, but like the student area where you are, it's gated off. You won't be able to get through. And I was like, you just watch me, baby. Girl. I was like, I'll see you in 10. And she was like, you won't like you won't like I can't believe you even got in. But like you won't. But I'll see you after the match. And I was like, oh, no, I will. So literally like just stroll up these big iron gates. It was so spooky. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, I confident, I confident. But in the on the inside, you're, yeah, you're shitting like, shit, yourself. You're like, oh. And anyway, ran, we walked up and I literally just like lifted the arm, cocked the arm up the all access pass on it and you're one open the gate and my friend was on the other side and she was just like no way, no way. got back to where all her friends were like I had like just opened my bag about a million hot dogs handed them out to everyone everyone <laughs> and I was literally everyone thought I was a god because yeah. I had like done the impossible but I was like, like who is this Irish angel I was like the 95% rule folks like you know you're just in the 95% of people that'll never try and yeah that was just that was just my story of like just peak times of live events and concerts like yeah just sneak in try you've nothing I also like just walked into the Fleetwood Mac concert in Dublin two years ago did you yeah did you put on a fluorescent jacket thing because that's what some people do <laughs> no I hadn't I literally went up and I was because I was working in the area and yeah. I had gone for pints with my friends and one of my, my best friend had gone in and I was staying just staying on having a few pints and I was like look lads I'm going to head home, but I'm going to go into the concert here first. And they were like, you will. <laughs> you will indeed, People are I'm just sure. such doubters. Yeah. I'm like, just believe. Believe in the cause. 
walked up literally like look at it like some lad was just walking out and I was talking to the security woman yeah some lad was just like oh are you looking for a ticket and just handed me one really yeah and I went in and had like an hour of Fleetwood Mac oh really oh, really good oh um, yeah so good but I heard the sound was an issue for people yeah or yes is a random location weird location yeah. not like not the greatest venue in Ireland but like it's cool like to be in there and like where I was positioned was actually very good for sound yeah. like we were close enough but like again like just 95% of people won't try so if there's anything that you can take from this podcast it's just <laughs> fucking chat be the 5% around. but what yeah. if everyone starts being the 5% and then what a buzz more people because there's always going to be 95%ers like there's just yeah, people yeah there will be people life. just will either not get on board with it but when people do it's some crack so don't be scaredy cats yeah and yeah. um, and then what would be your pit then oh gosh um yeah, Music. There, there unfortunately oh. is a big learning for this one as well. During the summer, went to All Points East in London with my... I went over and stayed with my best friend. Mm-hmm. And then my friend from home was coming over for one day. Like, literally flew in the morning of the concert and was yeah. flying out the next morning. Oh, wow. So it was a Quick really, really short-lived little, little expedition to London to the concert. And... I had gone the day before so yeah. like just kind of knew the way around but just was buzzing with it all like just again it was my first live music since like lockdown yeah so wow. we were just like living laughing and loving mm-hmm. and we pre-drank and we were meant to meet other friends in the park for pre-drinks but they got delayed so uh, okay. we had brought in a 70 CL or sorry a liter of Bacardi and we were like we'll let's, share this with let's. everyone and yeah we really didn't share it with anyone else and we got absolutely steamed like chaos (laughs) no like I like I have not been this drunk like oh and I went over to see like two artists in particular didn't get to see oh who was it that you Tom Mish you know me and Tom Mish like I was literally (laughs) like I need to do this didn't even get to see him but the issue that I didn't get to see was so valid because we got in uh, to the concert. Yeah. You're queuing for ages. So like, you know, when you're standing, the alcohol, it's all hitting you at oh, one yeah. time. Yeah, you're like, should I need a pee? Oh no, it's, I can't feel I, I need face. to pee. I need to line the stomach. Yeah. And then you've always just got the one, like, we were just like, oh God, we're all, this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> Why is everything moving? <laughs> so we got in and my friend was like, I need to go to the bathroom. And or I was like I need to go to the bathroom yeah my other friend was like I'll get drinks and my other friend was like I'll get food so there oh, were three of us yeah and we were like let's meet at this random insignificant pole <laughs> but it's all very no landmark right now it was just the nearest pole to us at that point it was like also one of those poles that just like was like held bunting for flags so yeah. there was about five million of them in this fucking <laughs> yeah. concert so naturally I come back from the bathroom I find one of the girls and we lose the third. Uh, we're, we're a man. Well, like, down. you guys both taught the right pole. Yeah, no, we did. Good. But I also think we were at the wrong pole. Oh. And we literally, so this was at about three o'clock, four o'clock. We yeah. did not find our friend until the next day. Oh, shit. And she was the one I was flying out the next morning. Next morning. And, like, she was, we were all so drunk, but at least we had each other. So, like, yeah, at least exactly. we could be, like, fucked together. Yeah. Like, oh my god we lost her and like so we were like okay what do you do when you lose your friend we spoke to every official that we could find we spoke to policemen ambulance people the That's security people we, when you're you know, the lost in car or the, the lost in car the lost in found tent <laughs> like everything like we literally like did everything official yeah and my friend for some <laughs> drunk reason was like no I can't go to anyone official so in she, case they know I'm drunk yeah or like you know in case oh my god like nothing like oh my god she gets deported back and we were all just like we just kept missing each other and then so like I was trying to message her on Instagram but then her phone died and then uh, she was trying to message me on Instagram but my phone died and then like you know at different times I would just take a random phone and try and give someone a call and like oh my god it was just chaos and like again you know it's like scary because it's like look that we lose people at concerts so yeah, then you're yeah, also yeah, like look 
we'll go and get one song of Tom Mish's which I did and it was I couldn't even enjoy it so I need to go and relive this again but <laughs> like you know we were just like you couldn't even enjoy the bits that we were listening to and we were also like look at a main stage she's going to be going to the yeah, main there stage so some kind of crossover yeah I'd say we crossed each other's paths about a hundred times in yeah. the day we just never got to meet and does she remember being there yes but no <laughs> we were all just we were so drunk zoning in and out and then it was always and then it was like like so she had bought six drinks two for each of us and then she was like ah oh, fuck it I'll just drink these because the girls aren't coming back yeah. and we were like ah oh, fuck it we'll just get a drink because this is depressing and like <laughs> we're also at a concert so let's like let's maybe try and have a bit of fun like we were so conflicted but like and then also like my poor friend like when the concert was over like Oh, like she didn't have your phone is dead she, my phone is dead my other friend's phone the friend that we were staying with her phone was dead my friend that was lost didn't know the address yeah. of where to stay you wouldn't though because you just arrived like no. you wouldn't remember enough by I was heart like, like, like that's, we don't need to remember anything these yeah. days because we've it's got our so phones reliable. so oh my god like just chaos but anyway eventually like she got on a train haired the area that made sense so yeah. she got on a train and then she heard someone like be like like the a, an announcement came up was like you know the the train to Clapham won't be stopping at Clapham Junction there's an issue so it's going on to the next one and she was looking out for anyone who reacted badly to that because oh, she knew that yeah. she was going to have to try and make it back to Clapham and then follow those people and then see what they them. do yeah. and she literally like Fuck. just like some like she saw this guy who was like oh fuck's sake so he got off the train or off the tube yeah. she got off the tube and was like look I'm so sorry I've lost my friends I've lost everything I've lost everything like, yeah. I'm de- like I, I, I don't I, even know my name I, am I dead like I <laughs> like don't even know what way is up right now do you mind if like I stay in your house like <gasps> oh, I wow. swear to god because she didn't have our addresses we were now in the meantime we're outside the concert talking to every policeman who's ringing all their policeman friends at all the other yeah, exits they're like else. is there a girl from the, with this description they were like look this doesn't look good you're gonna have to start calling hospitals so we're ending Shit. our concert ringing A&E's being like is there a girl that with this description in A&E and A&E's were like fuck off and we were like they were like we're yeah. flat out and we are like please um, yeah it was like listening to your drunken asses yeah and yeah. then eventually like we were like there's there is no hope so we start walking towards the tube and my, again my phone was out of power and one of the boys was like look I'm starving can we just stop in here and get a kebab and I was like grand because I'll charge my phone charge my phone three minutes and out of nowhere I just get a call on Instagram <gasps> from this guy that, she, that my friend yeah. is now with and he's like she was like oh my god I'm here I'm alive I'm alive and we were like <laughs> oh my god this was the most stressful day of our lives and like yeah it was just so anticlimactic but like you know you're still trying to have a good day but it's not yeah. a good day because we want to have a good day with all the girls and oh my god chaos but everyone was alive and the big learning is pick a landmark <laughs> like an actual like go to the ferris wheel if you're yeah. lost yeah like don't, you can't even say you can't even say go to has. like the chipper because there's always like 10 versions yeah, of the true. same like food truck go to the ferris wheel it's the only oh my god it's the only way to avoid this it was the most chaotic situation of my life but it was a good learning yeah wow but like yeah it's amazing how you guys didn't cross paths because you'd cross paths with everyone else that you're probably meant to meet there oh my god and everything like that and the day before we got talking to this couple oh my god who were just so much fun and about six times in the concert we crossed paths with them so we ended up having loads of drinks with them and dinner with them and like all this stuff like just like in the one day but completely by chance yeah, and then the next exactly. day nope it was like we were like opposite magnets like yeah. bounding away from each other at every opportunity like <laughs> and she made her flight then in the end she did make oh, her flight wow she probably just like sat on that plane and being like <sighs> oh I feel like we were <laughs> all just cry. like why did like why did we let this happen we felt like such idiots we were like don't drink no Bacardi ever again oh my no but also it's such a good time but it's yeah. so sad how many days like, is All Points East I think it was like four but we I went to two but oh, my yeah, friend had just flown okay. over for one day yeah Um. but the day before was great yeah. like that at least I was like I'm not completely traumatized who did by you see that day who was playing the day that you actually got to see people 
uh, London Grammar. Oh, like didn't London Grammar. Didn't, wasn't really there to see London Grammar, but it was like they were yeah. great. Um, went to see Mahalia. Have oh, I she talked got... about Mahalia with you? No, I know you like her though. Oh my god, I love her. She was on my Spotify wrapped. <laughs> like, thing number three. Like, I yeah. can't get enough. Hook it to my veins. So, got to see Mahalia. And that's where I met the couple. And we were all just like vibing. I think, like, me and my friend. And then this this gay couple we were the only people who know knew all the words to all the songs <laughs> definitely weren't the only people but we felt like the felt main like, characters yeah, like, we were like this is us. you know like this is this is this is life this is where there's I'm a zoom out right of like yeah and like summer scene. yeah yeah this is the end of the movie where we've yeah. made it in life like oh my god it was so <laughs> when good. covid is officially over and they announce it to the world yeah and like everyone just boogieing and dancing and oh was that was like the concert feel and like you know the energy of life that you just missed in the yeah. last two years it's kind of like going to probably going to a concert for the first time when you're younger because you've oh, never experienced probably. anything like that before but you're just high and you're like your Fanta like but like yeah literally I'd say there could have been no alcohol involved oh, and yeah. I would have felt the exact same like we were all just like oh just love just love and like I kept just like looking at my friend just being like I just love you and she was saying the same but yeah she's actually not so affectionate so she's definitely like get off but in my head in my head she was like I love you I feel exactly the same (laughs) and was there like um a significant moment say like when you were younger when you like were like ah music is class oh my god yeah (laughs) like my first like I feel like the first music that I really chose you know how you just kind of are forced to listen to what your parents listen yeah. to so like I grew up listening to like Van Morrison oh, wow. and Leonard Cohen and like Planksty that was like, I was like <laughs> yeah. I'd be like daddy play it again and he put on like Sarah like you know like like Thin Lizzy like it just you know like mine was a bit more like Journey and then like 80s yeah that's a vibe as well like I feel like that would be like my dad like on a you know on an upbeat like but like literally Leonard Cohen <laughs> everywhere we went like it was literally like do it again do it again but I think the first music that I chose was ABBA oh that was your that was my like I was like we're this is gonna be a thing you're in golden discs the first 20 pounds yeah honestly <laughs> like yeah but we used to have to go to like dairy to get any type of modern technology like back in the day so like <laughs> you to leave the country you know, uh, yeah honestly like the forgotten county up in Donegal but like the first concert that I ever went to was so iconic. It was an ABBA tribute band. Oh, it wasn't even like and it wasn't somebody dairy. Re- <laughs> it it wasn't even someone real. It was literally like what what I assume now if I ever saw them I'd be like, yeah, it's the lads from down the pub wearing yeah. latex. But like it was literally they play um, in a resort in Spain. <laughs> no, they like honestly they tour hotels of Ireland like yeah. to play this. But it was the best concert of my life and it was also that like when we were on route I we had like you know one of those Walkmans but like you know with the CD yeah, yeah maybe yeah. actually it was still with the tape at this point like oh my god but you're like just holding it like as in there's no way you could put that in your pocket <laughs> no it was literally like, the size of your school bag like yeah. it was huge and also weighed a ton but like I remember literally just being on like the bus like we had parked somewhere and we were on a bus on the way there yeah. and it was the first moment that I realised that if you're singing with headphones on people can hear you <laughs> so mom and dad were like tears rolling down their face they were laughing so much because I was screaming the songs on the bus I didn't even know like they were deaf people were definitely like oh my god she's tapped but like I literally like that was just like I chose Abba and oh just <laughs> look at me and go standout moment and that's how we're like best friends <laughs> yeah so <we're> like, <laughs> ABBA brings just ABBA just brings, brings the people together. together have you listened you know? to the new ABBA bits no I haven't either oh. but you know it's like it's so, I, different I'm kind of scared because I'm like should some things just be left the way they are yeah like are they going to be bangers are you going to be singing them at 2am you know like we, we want them back we want more but do we uh, yeah I feel like it's one of those things that we're like if it's like, not broken oh, don't fix it it'd be class if ABBA got back together <laughs> but we don't want it I, I know I, I so actually, Abba if you're listening it's okay you don't have to do those virtual <laughs> you don't, um, please shows spare fine. us and spare yourselves yeah until we listen to them maybe they'll be bangers but I feel like, like I love I'm judging Mama, it yeah. but that's not the, it's different oh god I'm gonna listen to it on the way home now 
Maybe we can, we'll do a podcast part two. Just a little a five review. minute review of the new Apple stuff. But like, so Teresa listened to uh, the album Don't Waste Your Time. For a second I was like, who's Don't Teresa? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Big name. Real That wasn't sign. me. That was Patricia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on. What a fun experience. Yeah. I'm just, big massive shout out to Nadine. I'm so proud of you. This is <laughs> such a fun thing. I literally am like, am I famous now? I'm holding a gun to her head while she says that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so. um, I'll be getting the brown envelope now coming out. <laughs> but, um, it's just, so, it's so cool. I'm so proud. Uh, I'm honoured to be here as Teresa Green today. <laughs> Yeah, we said I had a face for a podcast. <laughs> face for Thanks, the radio. Mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only you. child vibes. Yeah. <laughs> they saw how you turned out, so they were like, no. Yeah. You know yeah, keep her behind closed doors. <laughs> um, this has been uh, Peak and Pit. If you like it, please follow. And if you could leave a review too, that would be great. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Thank you for listening to another episode of Peak and Pit. If you'd like to get in touch, you can contact my personal assistant, aka me, on Instagram at peak underscore and underscore pit underscore podcast or by email at peakandpitpodcast at gmail.com. Bye.